It's time for the Rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. to the rundown i am rob sanders thanks so much for joining me this afternoon as we all bake in the south carolina heat and i'm not i'm trying not to be like one of those one of those weather guys that like just rambles on about the heat but man you walk outside and you just bake i mean it's it's really depressing you know lawton swan of clemson sports talk the czar of clemson sports he plays beach music every day during his show i think i know why (laughs) that's about where i would rather be today on the beach to heck with all this heat man oh it's killing me i'll try to cool you off this afternoon i'm like a bag of wind (laughs) hot hot air bag whatever i'll try to cool you off this afternoon though i've got some stuff that we'll go over i've got some reaction from the nba draft And I know that sounds kind of boring to some folks. I know it does. But you know what? We're like, what, 70 70 days away from the time that everyone cares about. College football season. Yeah, it's coming. I mean, it really is coming. SI's already put out their uh, top 100 players in college football. Nine Clemson players make the list. One player from South Carolina. Debo Samuel is special, by the way. If he stays on the field, he's going to be a dynamic player for the Gamecocks. I know that's like stepping out on a limb as I throw trash away here in the the luscious, I think it's what Lawton calls it, the luscious 560 WVOC Studios. Actually, this is the 1400 Studios. I work at 560 across the hall sometimes as well. But anyway, stepping away from that, I've got stuff from the NBA. I've got stuff with Michigan State. Apparently, their university president said something stupid and almost got fired over it. Why would anybody want to deal with the Ball family? And when I'm saying the Ball, like, you know, LiAngelo Ball, Lonzo Ball, their father, LeVar Ball. Yeah, the Lakers are kind of stepping away from that. And we're going to talk about Jameis Winston for a little bit. Man, this guy's been a disaster forever. I mean, he really has. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if they can make it work financially, they should cut this guy tomorrow. Or cut him this afternoon. That way he'll he'll be able to, you know, he's not working today. It'd be like Friday, getting fired on his day off. That guy is a walking disaster and should be cut. And I'll tell you how they can do it here in just a little bit. But I'm going to start with the College World Series. I love college baseball. And, and I really do. But the more and more I think about it, it is definitely a regional sport. I mean, look at the four teams that are left. You've got three teams in the SEC and Oregon State. Sing with me the song. What is it, the song for the Muppets? One of these things is not like the other. One of these things just doesn't belong. That would be you, Oregon State. And that's the truth. This is a regional sport. And... 
and I love college baseball. I have to say that again, but it's almost like the rest of the country doesn't really care. I mean, if I look on my Facebook and my Twitter feed, I see some college baseball posts. I see that. But you know what? I see more people talking about the World Cup. And America's not in the World Cup. I thought we already established as a country that we don't care about the World Cup. We don't want the World Cup like dominating our headlines. But sure enough, I see people typing goal and all this stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. What? what, what did your son score a goal? Did you know? Are they playing like summer soccer? Which, by the way, if they're playing summer soccer in this heat, God bless them. <laughs> Who wants to be outside running in this heat? Yeah, that's not happening. Not happening at all. But it is interesting, though. There are people getting into the World Cup, even though I gave you some reasons why the World Cup is horrible. We talked about this. Nigeria wants to bring chickens into the stands for good luck. Who wants to deal with that? I mean, we, we have chickens at our tailgate for football and we cook them. I mean, let's be honest with that. You got uh, reporters being sexually assaulted in front of stadiums. That's happening. And not just, I mean, like full-blown groping of, uh, of the boobs and everything else. I don't even know how else to describe it. But that's happening, and it's just, yeah, this is the World Cup. That's what goes on here. And then you got the Mexicans that are yelling all kinds of slurs at um, the goalkeepers. Which, by the way, this Michigan State story, this guy just said something backhanded and almost got fired. But the Mexicans can, you know, hurl gay slurs at goalkeepers. And, you know, it's it's cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's what you're getting into with the World Cup. <laughs> I, I really and truthfully have nothing on that. I, don't, I, I just don't get it. But... I am watching the College World Series, though, and I bring it up because, once again, it is a regional sport. Three of the four teams are from the SEC. The SEC dominates college baseball. Simple as that. You just look back. They have a 75% chance of winning the whole thing. By the way, it'll be a 100% chance after today if Mississippi State wins over Oregon State. Simple as that. Florida and Arkansas play tonight at 8 o'clock. Both Florida and Oregon State need to win to advance to elimination games tomorrow. Which, by the way, Florida played yesterday. Are they going to run out of pitching? That's one of the the head storylines there. Will they have enough pitching to get past Arkansas today? Which, by the way, is one of the best teams in the country. Gamecock fans, don't hang your head low about dropping a a, a series to those uh, the Super Regional to that team. I think they lost like four games in Fayetteville all season and two of them were to the Gamecocks Mark Kingston should get like some coach of the year honors I mean he took a team that lost to Presbyterian lost to Furman, lost to the Citadel lost to VMI, lost to Charleston Southern and had them on the brink of the College World Series if that's not a great coach I got nothing for you man Side note, one other thing. The coach for Mississippi State, they started 2-7 and seven on the season, and they are in the driver's seat for a chance to play for the College World Series title. I mean, this guy has worked his butt off with this team, and everybody thinks, you know, at the beginning of a season, if you lose your coach midseason, you're automatically thinking, well, this season's over. What are we going to do now? 
Yeah, this coach from Mississippi State said, you know what? I'm going to win. I'm going to win games and get my team into the College World Series. And then once we get there, we're just going to start beating the crap out of everybody there. That's another coach, and not to be disrespected, Mark Kingston here, but this coach has not been uh, signed on the dotted line as far as his contract goes from everything that I've read. Now, if I'm wrong, please call me. 803-978-1832 is the number. I'd love to hear your comments on that. But why has this guy not gotten an extension? I, I don't understand. Is it something with, uh, there's something underneath the surface that we just don't know about? Because I guarantee you this, there are a slew of teams that would love a coach that can pull a team off of the woodpile and take them to Omaha. And that's what he's done. So this coach Henderson for Mississippi State, they need to sign that now because guess what? If they don't, and he gets into the College World Series final and wins the final, which is not going to be easy, by the way. Let's make sure that we we put that into perspective for a second. You've got the defending national champion on the other side of the bracket. You've also got an Oregon State team that is a, I mean, they are really, really playing really well. They've uh, piled up 25 runs over their past two games, so they are swinging the bats, the Beavers are. So it's not going to be easy. But if he navigates that road, how does he not get a contract extension? Or just, I'm sorry, made more than the interim coach. I don't get it. He's got those kids' ears. He really does. And he's made it where his team has an opportunity to win to win the College World Series. So Today, though, two games that are elimination games for Florida and Oregon State. Mississippi State and Oregon State playing at 3 o'clock. Florida and Arkansas tonight. Both of those teams, uh, Florida and Oregon State, have to win. If they win, they'll play uh, elimination games between those same two teams tomorrow. Game one of the championship series is on Monday night. By Wednesday, we will have a College World Series champion. I love the way the tournament sets up, man. I think that is just so cool. It sets up so cool that way, and we get an actual definitive champion. Hmm, maybe we should do that for football instead of just having four. Wouldn't that be interesting? Oh, no, that's too complicated. We don't want to do that. We don't want to make a bunch of people that have bowl games that no one cares about angry. We can't have that. The athletic director for Mississippi State in several interviews that they would land a coach with College World Series experience. Well, you've already got that, man. Just hire the guy that's in the dugout. He's got College World Series experience with your team. Of course, this is with the Clarion Ledger. He says he's never ruled out someone being a candidate that only had experience in Omaha as an assistant or in a different capacity. This, this athletic director is seven shades of stupid. I mean, just seven shades of stupid. So hopefully he'll fix that over the, uh, the next couple of days. But if you're asking me who I'm pulling for in the College World Series, I, I got to go with Mississippi State simply because I want that coach, that Coach Henderson, to be able to walk into that athletic director's office and as arrogant as that athletic director is, who hasn't given this coach the job, be able to tell him to stick it. Wouldn't that be just the greatest thing ever? 
I mean, literally walking in. Uh, you know what? You had the opportunity when uh, I rallied the team. We were a three C. We went into Tallahassee and beat Florida State, and then we won a super regional matchup over Vanderbilt. Oh, and then by the way, we went into the College World Series. We haven't lost a game yet. But if he takes home that title, and he doesn't get the job, it's he. Trust me, there will be teams lined up to take this guy right off the rip. And the the players that are on that team, maybe they should have some sort of voice as well. I'm not saying that the inmates should run the asylum here, but if he's got their attention and they are playing at the level that they're playing, if any broke, don't fix it, brother. I just don't get it. One other college note today that is kind of interesting to me. Dan Radakovich for Clemson met with the media the other day, and it was kind of a throwaway question, but... He says, Clemson is not interested in alcohol sales at sporting events. To which I laugh openly. Because if you walk 15 feet from the stadium, I've seen bars set up that are amazing. Look at all the people that are out there drinking up whatever. Just because you can't buy it inside the stadium doesn't mean that you're going to have like this institution where nobody's drunk and everybody's kind little angels as they sit here in the stands. I don't necessarily agree with that. If it could be something that could help the uh, athletics department and, oh, I don't know, maybe cut down on ticket prices, huh, if we're selling beer, then we can make some money off that, couldn't we? And then we can take that money and maybe not charge people, oh, whatever it is, to buy a football ticket. I know that's a little far-fetched, right? Let's not let's not take advantage of the fans. You know, that that, that would make too much sense, right? I mean, they're going to pay the money to come in here anyway. But wouldn't it be great if they could take that money that they're going to make with beer, which people are drinking beer anyway. If you go to Clemson, they'll see it. South Carolina, you'll see it. Go to Benedict and watch a game here in Columbia. People are drinking beer outside. It's just life. People like to have a beer when they watch a football game. This holier-than-thou mentality when it comes to that kind of thing just bothers me. I I don't understand. It's going to happen anyway. And by the way, I'm not putting out any secrets here, but people sneak mini bottles into Clemson. It happens. People sneak sneak mini bottles into uh, South Carolina games. That happens. They're going to get it anyway. You might as well make some money off of it. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 is the number. I I just never understood that. And that goes back to, and I've I've had a lot of friends give me grief about this because they think that I am uh, like Captain Liberal with all this stuff. No, I'm just a capitalist. Not to get into my politics, but I think that if you're going to, if people are going to utilize this stuff anyway, it's going to happen. People are going to have a drink. Same thing with, uh, with betting. People are going to bet. That's just a fact. You might as well put the state stuff up on it. And in that way, you're kind of protecting the people. Because let's be honest, if they're making the bets with the state, it's not like it's some strong-arm bookie that's going to beat the crap out of them. I, I know I'm trying, to like, I'm trying not to be a smart aleck today. My poor wife says that I'm a smart aleck when I'm on the air. I'm trying not to be. I don't know. 
You can follow the show on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. Several folks on Facebook Live today, including Charles, Bubba, Mike, uh, Michael, Kent, and let's see who else we got up here. Got several folks. Ben's watching. Uh, Sheree is watching. So thank you guys for watching the show. You can instantly react there. The best way, though, is by the phones, 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. As I give you that stuff today, how do you like um, for the rest of the College World Series? I mean, who do you like? I mean, it's kind of hard to argue against Arkansas. The two winners, Arkansas and Mississippi State, they kind of played some good baseball there. I think Florida has an absurd amount of pitching absolute absurd amount of pitching and I think that if you had to pick one team to come out of the losers bracket and advance I'd have to go with the Gators but my heart says I'm going with Coach Henderson out at Mississippi State because I don't know I'm anti-authority I guess let's I would love to be a fly on the wall in that meeting where he walks in and they're either going to tell him, yeah, we want to make you the coach, or no, we're not going to make you the coach. Because if it's no, we're not going to make you the coach, it's just going to be laughter. And then, by the way, how do you uh, how do you market that job then? Hey, this guy won the College World Series. That's not good enough. Oh, no, no, you need to be better than that. And that's what they're basically saying out at Mississippi State. If, if this guy can pull it off. So I'm kind of rooting for Mississippi State there. Make sure you check out my blog page. It's at foxsportsradio1400.com. There are several shows in the archive on the podcast that might interest you. Yesterday, I had a dirty Russian in studio with me. He uh, broke down some football. Love the, love the visits with the comrade. He's going to try to join me on Thursdays. I also, earlier this week, had an interview with Mike Mooneyham from the Post and Courier. Mike Mooneyham was great. We talked about Vader. If you don't know who Vader is, then this conversation is probably not for you. But Vader was one of the biggest heels in professional wrestling. Let me put it into perspective for you. He's six foot five, three hundred and twenty-five pounds, or four hundred and twenty-five pounds, something like that. Some massive number. He's cutting backflips off the stands, off the uh, top turnbuckle. Yeah, one of my heroes growing up. I just never grew up to be six foot five. I'm I'm still growing though. It's gonna happen. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 is the number if you want to get involved with the program. This is The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. I'll be right back. Welcome back to The Rundown. Follow Rob on Twitter at RobSoundsGood. Welcome back to The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks so much for joining the show today. We're going to head right out to the phone lines this afternoon. CJ. CJ joins the show. Welcome into the show, CJ. How you doing, bud? Hey, what's going on, man? Man, you said you wanted to talk about the NBA draft, right? Yeah, man. I wanted to talk about how jealous LeVar Ball was when the third holiday son got drafted into the NBA. And they took a swipe at him when they put up his um his draft highlights, they put ball in the family. I don't know if you saw that on the side. But, I did. You know, uh, LeVar was always talking about we're the first family of, of basketball 
and I could oh, I, I just wish I could see his face when that third Holiday Sun got drafted into the NBA. You know, I, I've, my opinion on LeVar Ball and my buddy Lawton Swan with Clemson Sports Talk, he'll be here at 4 this afternoon. You can't mention that sh- his name on that show. I mean, he is he's out. But that was just a satisfying headline this morning was the Lakers are not inviting LeAngelo Ball to join the Summer League team. And the source says, obviously, there's more to it than basketball. Why would you want to have two of these brothers on the same team? I just don't get it. As my phone drops off there. I, I mean, I just don't get it. I don't get why you want to have two of them there. But that was my favorite headline of the day. He's the younger brother of Lakers point guard Lonzo Ball. He was not drafted after working out for the Lakers, but was hoping for a summer league invite, which to me is like basically saying... Yeah, your scouts have evaluated me, but I just want to come play on your summer league team and maybe, you know, you can get another look at me. So, the team caught a lot of grief for working out this kid ball, the younger kid ball. He, like, stopped playing at UCLA after a shoplifting incident during a team trip to China. So he's on a trip to China with his basketball team, and he can't keep his head right for that. It's just depressing. Absolutely depressing when you think about this Ball family and how they're kind of shoved down our throats. And by the way, I blame ESPN for that. I blame the WWE for that. All of them, because they keep pushing them out there because they think America wants to see them. If you ignore stuff like that, I think it goes away. It really does. But that was probably one of my favorite things from the draft last night. Just that piece of it there with LeAngelo Ball, not uh, uh, or that piece from this morning, which he found out late Thursday night. The Lakers are like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. We don't want nothing to do with you. Now, as far as the NBA goes, here's my thing on this. There's another story from, from the NBA draft that you may not have heard about. The Hawks GM did not trade, he didn't trade up from 19th pick because of media projections. So Hawks general manager Travis Schlink found out that other teams were planning on drafting and that he would be able to select Kevin Hooter with the 19th overall pick. But he looks on Twitter and everybody is already announcing everything about, oh, the Hawks are picking this guy. And he had a deal to move up to 17 to pick him up. But he didn't make that deal because he said people were already on Twitter talking about it. He said it makes his job harder. And you know what? I I agree with him. If If the next guy beneath you knows, oh, well, he's taking this guy. I can go after this guy. Makes your life a lot harder. He's going to regret it, though, if this kid, Kevin Hooter, turns out to be like this, this stud pick and it didn't work out for him. Basically going out on in the media and telling everybody. He said that this morning on 95.7 The Game in San Francisco. It was dumb to do that in the first place. To put something out there, but then to come on the radio and say, you know what? Yeah, I had the opportunity to get that guy. And I chose not to because I looked at my Twitter feed and I got mad. So we'll file that guy under dumb. Just dumb, dumb, dumb. But I, I don't get that at all. Uh, let's look at this uh, stuff with LeBron James here real quick. <laughs> According to Kobe Altman from ESPN, he says the Cavs have had a good dialogue 
It's like it's like a foreign country talking to LeBron James. That's how these people write it up in the media. Who, by the way, are all Lakers apologists. If you're a Lakers fan, everybody in the media is a fan with you. They want LeBron with the Lakers so bad. And you know something? I don't think he's going to play for the Lakers. Yep, you can uh, you can file that right here first. I don't think he's going to play for the Lakers. He may play for the Clippers because he wants to be in L.A. But I don't think he's going to play for the Lakers simply because he would just be another great Laker. Think about that for a second. You would go to the Lakers and there are people that like Magic Johnson more than they like you. And Magic Johnson's what, a part of the ownership there or something? I mean, it, I think LeBron wants to go somewhere where he can make his own step. And to be honest with you, I think he would sign back. I think he's going to just let his contract go and take the player option for next season because he's looking around and he's thinking, all right, I've got all these guys that can, you know, I think I can get these guys to go with me to L.A. I can get a Kawhi Leonard. I can go to L.A., right? Well, no, not so much. The San Antonio Spurs point blank said, yeah, we're not letting that happen. We're, we're not sending Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers. Now, Kawhi Leonard's under contract, so he doesn't really have a choice. But he won't be playing for the Lakers next year, according to the Spurs. And why would you do that anyway if you're the Spurs? Why would you send a great player, which Kawhi Leonard is, an unselfish player in my opinion, a guy that can guard three or four positions, can shoot the three, does so many great things, why would you send him to one of your rivals? That doesn't make any sense. Now, if he said he wanted to go play for the Knicks, God bless him. Send him on to the Knicks. I mean, I just don't understand why the Spurs would do that. It doesn't make any sense. Lawton Swan is my bald-headed hero. He just brought me a Red Bull. Thank you, Lawton. appreciate that, brother. Make sure you catch his show today from 4 to 6, Clemson Sports Talk, as I said earlier. I tell you what, I, I just don't, I don't agree with, with sending him to the Spurs, or sending him from the Spurs to the Lakers. But I also don't think that LeBron James wants to go to the Lakers anyway. I don't think he wants to try to get out of Kobe Bryant. I think he doesn't want to deal with Kobe Bryant's shadow. Because he goes there, and if let's say that it doesn't come through. And by the way, the Golden State Warriors are a tank. And even if, let's say LeBron goes there and he's able to convince you know, a super team with him and Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard and, I don't know, Paul George. Let's just throw that name out there. Even with those three, I don't know if that's enough to beat Golden State. I really don't. Another interesting note from the draft last night, the Cavaliers selected Colin Sexton, the guard from Alabama. And he made like a plea with LeBron, you know, basically, hey, come on, man, let's do this thing here. I'm sitting there looking at this thing. I'm like, LeBron James is like, what? Can you imagine if LeBron's watching that? It's like this kid that's like, you know, LeBron's 33, but this kid's, what, 20? You know what I'm saying? And this kid's like, yeah, come on over here. Oh, no, he's a 19-year-old. I'm sorry. He's 19 years old, and he's pleading with LeBron to come play for him. <laughs> that, is, that is absolutely insane to me. 
when LeBron started playing, this kid was in like, you know, five. <laughs> so, and it, it was nice of the kid to say that. It'd been better if the kid would have been like, you know what? We're the Cleveland Cavs. We're going to win winner without you, Bron. If you're not here, we're going to win anyway. That would have been better. And if I'm LeBron James sitting on the couch and the kid said that, I want to play with the kid because he's got some cojones. He just basically said, you know what? You go do your thing, LeBron. We're going to beat people anyway, and I'm going to lead it. He may not be able to do it, but at least he's got the mentality of, I'm not going to be beaten. I can appreciate that. I really can. Once again, this is The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. I appreciate you listening to the show this afternoon. You can call in 803-978-1832 is the number. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. Download the podcast. Check out my blog page, FoxSportsRadio1400.com. I'm going to tell you why Jameis Winston should be cut. Yeah, we'll do that next, right here on The Rundown. Now, more of The Rundown. Check out Rob's blog at FoxSportsRadio1400.com. Welcome back to The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. Responded to a lot of different things today. You can check out the podcast later on and um, get some thoughts on the College World Series. Of course, some NBA draft thoughts. I've got some more NBA draft thoughts. I'll get into those in a minute. But you know what? I got to get into it. We're into summertime now. A lot of people are out buying boats. If you're thinking about buying boat, a boat, you may think that covering your boat on your homeowner's insurance policy is enough. However, the basic boat coverage in a homeowner's policy may not cover all of your boat's special needs. And if you've been on a boat, yeah, they got some special needs on that boat. Here's what you do. Make it simple on yourself. Call the Chapin Farm Bureau Insurance Agency at 803-345-5756 or stop in at 1409 Chapin Road in Chapin. Heather and Brent are there and they will make sure that your insurance is correct. Make sure that you, uh, if something happens to your boat, you can fix it. There you go. Chapin Farm Bureau Insurance Agency, 1409 Chapin Road in Chapin, 345-5756. All this talking about boats, man, makes me want to get out on a boat of my own. Yeah. Might have to go and think about that. So, Jameis Winston is in trouble again. Let's get the rundown on this real quick. James Jameis Winston was arrested while he was at Florida State for stealing crab legs. Remember the stealing crab legs meme with Jameis Winston? Yeah, that happened. So then, not only has that been a part of it, then there was an, an issue at Florida State where Winston had issues with, was basically accused of raping a woman. And still, he was a first-round draft pick. Now, he apparently groped an Uber driver in March of 2016. And the Uber driver says that basically took his hand and put it in her crotch And, of course, this isn't an advance that she wanted. But now the NFL is talking about, or the rumor is, that the NFL has talked about suspending Winston. How many games do they suspend him? (laughs) 
three, six games? We don't know. So, here's the thing, though. When you look at it from this perspective, this is a con- this is it's gotten to a point now with Winston where if I'm the general manager of a team, I don't want this guy on my team. I don't care what he's done. I really, really don't. And you know what? Jameis Winston is an average quarterback. Yeah, I said that. He is an average quarterback. Through three years and 45 starts, he's got a 69 to 44 touchdown to interception ratio and an 87.2 passer rating. That is average. That's average. It's an he is an average quarterback. And the Bucks are overpaying for him. And you know what? I'm sure there's a clause in that contract where they can get out of it simply based on the fact that this guy is has done etc. I mean, that there has to be a moral clause in this contract. If 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 the NFL won't let him play, they shouldn't have to pay this guy. He finished 13 in the league at 13th in the league in passing last season. 13th. That's behind Case Keenum, behind Blake Bortles, who everybody thinks is like a horrible quarterback, by the way. He had 19 touchdowns and 11 picks last year. And in the 2016 season, he was the 12th overall passer in the league. Now, that, that in my opinion, isn't worth what they're paying for him for a franchise quarterback. Franchise quarterbacks make about in the neighborhood of $30 million a year. If you look at his contract... They may go through with his $20.9 million option for 2019. That money is guaranteed for injury only. And so if he can pass a physical in March, the team can cut him without penalty. Now, would they? I, I think that's the smart thing to do. You know, we talked earlier this week about Scott Frost with Nebraska basically saying, yeah, I'm going to check your Twitter feed. And he's checking the Twitter feed for the first thing he said. If you have a hatred towards women, if there's violence on your Twitter feed, we don't want anything to do with you here at Nebraska. And I think that's a great thing to do, especially if I'm hiring somebody. I don't have a, the ability to hire and fire people, but if I did, I'm not hiring anybody if I can look on their Twitter account and it's, you know, sexually derogative things towards women and fighting and you know all this other stuff not going to do it but the bucks are cool with paying james winston 20.9 million dollars and he's been accused of sexual assault twice got caught stealing stuff in college once And I don't care if he's, according to some coaches, he's been just a great team leader, etc. There's more to life than what goes on at the football stadium. There really is. And if I am the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it'd be hard for me to be a fan and run around with my Buccaneers hat knowing 
that I've got this stuff with Jameis Winston. Just doesn't make any sense. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 is the number. As we're getting ready for the weekend, man, I'm going to find... I may go sneak over into my mother-in-law's pool and just hang out in it. It's probably boiling, though, because it sits directly in the sun. I don't want to be having to deal with that. Sports over the weekend, of course, you've got uh, the College World Series going on today. Tomorrow, if Florida and Oregon State win, we'll have another set of elimination games. Got your Braves playing this weekend. Watch a little bit of golf if you're into that. Or you could do what I do and just uh, pull up the old NBA TV and watch 1980s, 1990s NBA matchups in the air conditioning of my house. Not ashamed to admit that I do that. You don't have to hear about LeBron James. You don't have to hear about, you know, all these other players. No, we ain't got to worry about all that. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 is the number. If we don't have college baseball games tomorrow, it's going to be kind of a dry weekend in sports. I guess you could watch some golf. That's that's about it. we come back, I'm going to talk about Michigan State and the silliness that's going on up there. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Also, we'll get some more thoughts on the NBA draft, but I'm in the, the camp right now. The Bucks should cut Jameis Winston. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 is the number. This is The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. Follow Rob on Twitter at RobSoundsGood. Thanks for checking out The Rundown this afternoon. I'm Rob Sanders. Appreciate you listening today. My headset's all messed up on my head. It's like I'm constantly battling with my headset. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 is the number. Michigan State's board has rejected an offer to out their president, oust their president by a 6-2 vote. So their governing body, they're trying to figure out how they're going to pay for a $500 million settlement with hundreds of women and girls who said they were sexually assaulted by their sports doctor, Larry Nasser or Nassar, however they pronounce his name, who is a scumbag, by the way, and I hope he gets beat in the face with a rake in jail. Trustee Brian Masalem tried to change the meeting's agenda and allow a vote to fire John Engler, who had disparaged victims and their lawyers in emails that surfaced last week. So basically, this guy said some stuff in emails and it came back to bite him, and they wanted to fire him. It's just sad. I mean, he shouldn't have said that stuff anyway. But on the same token, though, he may have had those emails in confidence and sending them to somebody else. But you can't even think for yourself now. Everything has to be so politically correct. Now, what he said wasn't exactly nice. I completely admit that. But it's still, it comes up in a meeting and they're trying to fire the guy over it. It's, it's just crazy, the stuff that goes on. Stuff that I just don't get. 
By the way, let's talk about something positive here. Well, sort of positive. If you're a Charlotte Hornets fan, Mitch Kupchak made a safe pick last night in everybody's mind. They went with Michigan State small forward Miles Bridges, who I think is a great player, by the way. So this guy, Miles Bridges, a lot of people wanted them to draft the kid, Michael Porter Jr., from Missouri, which, let's be honest, we really don't know anything about. And they were after them to draft him, but, hey, you know, they go with Miles Bridges, who's a much safer pick. And it's interesting because I've ripped Michael Jordan all week because I didn't think he should have drafted or he should have gotten rid of Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard would have played one more season for you, then you would have been done with him anyway, and his contract would be expiring. But he's a walking double-double. And was it 18 points, 12 rebounds, one and a half blocks a game? That's pretty good. And you're just throwing that down the wayside, and then you're taking on more money and getting Anthony Mozgov. I don't get that at all. I just don't get it. My buddy B. Pays, who used to be with our uh, sister station, 100.1 The Beat, had a great comment. Michael Jordan as a GM is equal to Michael Jordan as a baseball player. I think that's pretty average. That's about right. If you're a Charlotte Hornets fan, you can't be very happy about this trade or about this draft. I mean, even though I kind of like Miles Bridges, but who else has he got with him? I mean, it, it's it's pretty sad. When I, If I go to a Hornets game, I'm only going to see who the Hornets are playing. Like, if they're playing Golden State, I'll go see them play. I'll go watch them play, uh, I don't know, the Spurs. LeBron comes to town, I'll go and watch him play LeBron. But other than that, it's like, huh, I mean, how do, how do you get into that? Speaking of LeBron, I mentioned earlier about having a good dialogue with him. That's, that's what they're saying that they're having. How do you have a good dialogue with LeBron James? I mean, it's like everybody thinks that he's the absolute best player ever, and you can argue that. If I'm starting a team, though, I'm starting it with Russell Westbrook. Just because when Russell Westbrook is out there, he would rather die than lose a game. And I know some people are like, eh, 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 whatever. No, I, I, that's my personal preference. You can go with LeBron James. I'll go with Russell Westbrook. But it's like, I hate to break this to some people. LeBron didn't win the championship this year. And you know what? You can put him on some teams, but... It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win a championship when he's there. He's got, what, three rings? He's lost six times in the finals. I'm not throwing dirt on the guy. I'm just saying, yes, he's a great piece. Yes, he's one of the, uh, I think you could argue he's the best basketball player on the planet. But it's weird how the entire NBA is waiting until June 29th at midnight because that's when he has the option. He has until then to tell people, hey, I'm going to become an unrestricted free agent this summer or I'm going to stay with Cleveland. And by the way, I think he's going to stay with Cleveland. I really do. Because... He's not going to go. I don't think he's going to go to the Lakers simply because of the fact he doesn't want to be in Kobe Bryant's shadow. I said that earlier in the show. 
But if it was Kawhi Leonard was going to be there, that may help. But you also have to think about this. The uh, Spurs have basically said, yeah, you're not going there, Kawhi. And with that, who's he going to have out there? Lonzo Ball? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Leangelo Ball if he can get on the, uh, on the G team or whatever, the G League team? I don't know. There's nobody on the Lakers that are going to be beating down the doors trying to get into the playoffs. I think he's going to stay at Cleveland, play his contract out, and then we'll have the same drama next summer. But it may be different. If he could somehow will Cleveland to another championship, you know, you never know. I don't think anybody's beating Golden State. I think they were like, they like cat toyed the NBA this season. Yeah, we'll play when we have to. That lineup they have with uh, Andre Iguodala, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Kevin Durant, that is brutal. You've got five guys that can handle the ball, three guys that'll get your rebounds, basically four knockdown shooters, and a nasty man in Draymond Green. That is a heck of a lineup. I think that beats a lot of big three lineups. I really do. I know a lot of people are saying, well, Houston took them to seven games, and if uh, Chris Paul was a been, wouldn't have been hurt. Yeah, but they didn't play the majority of the season with Iguodala, or the majority of that series with Iguodala. I think if they were at full strength, Warriors in five, six games. I really, really believe that. Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk is up next. Be sure to check out my podcast for the show. It's a great, uh, great way to like listen on the go. You can find it at foxsportsradio1400.com. You can also uh, download it through uh, iTunes or Android, however you want to go. Uh, a comment from Facebook Live today from Kent, who is a noted Gamecock apologist. Kent wants to fight me, by the way. You know, I'm fine with that. I, I tweet out pictures every now and then at Rob Sounds Good about, you know, I'm at, I'm at X spot and I'm, I'm ready to fight whoever's here. Kent Phillips says, it's hard to find a headset to fit that melon. Thank you for that, Kent. I guess Kent's implying that I have a pumpkin head. It's the same thing my daughter tells me. So thank you for that, Kent. See, I know Kent. Kent's got like a beard that like heads down to the floor. We need to trim that thing with like some weed eaters or something. I don't know. But, of course, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. I'll, I'll tweet out some stuff over the weekend. Also, don't forget, next week, the PCW guys will be in studio on Friday. We're going to talk a little bit of professional wrestling on Friday. I make my ring announcing debut next Saturday. I'm kind of nervous about it. Kind of nervous about it a little bit. Shane Doerr says he'll help me out. Ethan Case, my buddy, he's in the Palmetto Championship Wrestling uh, Palmetto Challenge. And uh, I think uh, he's going to win that thing. The Palmetto Classic, it's called. So I got them in my corner, but still kind of nervous stepping up into that ring. It's going to be interesting, to say the least. Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk joins us next. Remember, college baseball going on right now, Mississippi State and Oregon State. And, of course, Arkansas and Florida tonight. It's like the SEC Invitational out in Omaha. That's pretty much what it is this year. Really, really crazy. 75% chance, 100% chance, if Oregon State loses today, that the SEC is going to bring home another 
College World Series title. And with that, this is The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. This show's a wrap.